0: good morning morning. god is good amen yeah all the time all the time i'm going to read the scriptures first there uh laura if we could hope deferred makes the heart sick but when the desire comes it is a tree of life let not your hearts be troubled You believe in God, believe also in me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their their wounds thank you for the reading of the word today father and uh, uh, we just pray that this truth not just be something that we read God but it'll be something that is uh, acted and active in our lives help us today Holy Spirit feed your people Grant us what Jesus came for in Christ's name. I want to talk to us about damaged hearts. Damaged hearts. When the effects of life have such an impact. Upon that center of our soul, that at times it can we can actually have broken hearted faith. The heart is the heart is something that goes through life. And it's that center that feels the greatest impact of what life has been. Both in the mountaintops and in the The valleys. The heart, as you know, naturally is a. It is like a home that has various rooms, it has major rooms and has minor rooms. It is also, when you read about the word city, when God uses the cities frequently, the idea is to give us a picture of our heart. A city has many streets. It has main streets, you know, it has side streets. Just like the heart. It's got main thoroughfares. It's got minor ones. It has all kinds of little veins and that pump into it. Some of those areas, if affected, are you know of greater concern than others i don't know maybe if you've ever thought or given consideration that is there a part of your heart that might be damaged. One of the first things on Jesus' agenda in mind was the heart. You could call a lot of things, but this morning it is is about a damaged heart. The, The events of life or event in life or just life itself, the heart takes the major impact of that. It's your heart that is joyful. It's your heart that gets sad. It's your heart that gets discouraged. It's your heart that pumps life. And it says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. While the heart doesn't have to be broken, just a part of it can have a defect based upon the impact of life and what's went on, and it affects our life of faith. There are many sorts of broken hearts. Your heart really is your spiritual house. It's where God looks and so when he came the first thing he does is he begins to look at the heart because he knows that out of the heart is the flow of life the health of life the strength of life the heart is gonna have a an effect on our faith And this morning, it takes more than time to heal broken hearts. Yes. It takes more than time to heal broken hearts. There's only one heart healer, and that is Jesus. There are many wonderful helps. Heart issues are so so widespread that there's books written on them. Recovery step one, two, three, four, five, whatever. You sit and you counsel. You find a friend and you talk to and it's all wonderful helps. But they're not healed. They teach you how to live with a broken heart. They teach you how to live with a damaged heart. But Jesus come to heal them so they're not broken anymore. So that the effect of life is not interfering with the heart's life. I have come that they might have life, and they might have it more abundantly. So this morning I am not saying those things are all wonderful, and we need the helps. But he doesn't want us just to live. Live hearts or damaged hearts. Most of the time it's not the big one. And just as the heart is so important naturally it is also spiritually. And there's only one thing that can really heal broken hearts, and that's the love of God. Having it, you know what I mean, Uh, uh, not just knowing about it, yes, knowing about it, but have it invade there. It says that he heals the broken hearts and he binds up their wounds see when your heart becomes broken or damaged there is cause and effects that follow it there's wounds there so when Jesus is concerned about your heart he's concerned about your life So the heart is on Jesus' radar this morning. Hearts. Let me read a story of a broken heart. It's a story that is not many people experience it to this degree. But to varying degrees, we cross the valley of broken hearts. And I prefer the word damaged if I might. My heart lay strewn in a million pieces. My dream for my little grandson was shattered. Tears fell as I held his lifeless body in my arm, examining each little finger and toe and his sweet little lips. I cried out to God knowing that only he could somehow make something out of this. It made no sense. This is for real. This is his own writing. Our prayers stormed the throne room, and yet it felt like God had not listened. In the days that followed, the tears flowed, and I wondered about the reason why God collects tears in the bottle. Surely he had enough of mine to fill a small pond. Grief has no limit. A year after, a year later, having just resigned from my position as a pastor, I found myself looking for direction. I struggled from the time of my grandson's silent birth, as much, if not more, now, a year later. Wondering why God was so unresponsive in the middle of this brokenness. Where was God? Why didn't he think that Jay should live? Did I even believe that God was faithful? How could I pray with boldness and believing, you know, along with those to whom, in his case, that he was pastoring? where was the god where was god in the middle of this ugliness that came out of my christian that came out of my christian co-workers in response to my grief are they not all christians following believing and responding to god's grace and love i was done with simply Christian pat answers and flimpant Jesus quotes. I needed God to speak. My heart was broken, our dreams shattered, but he says, my resignation gave me time to walk and talk with God and begin the process of walking in my grief. I needed to figure out what to do with my feelings toward God, whom I had loved with all my heart and served for years. I was confused but by what I felt was a non-response toward us. To show us how that a damaged heart can begin to think and have all of the, you know what I mean, right reasons to think that way. How that faith that was. Once bold to not only ask, but to believe. The faith that couldn't wait, fell to tomorrow, now was afraid of tomorrow. The scripture talks about hearts that had become hardened. And what was it that caused the hearts to become hardened? Non-responsive. Yes, I know that sin is a hardener. And he came because of that. Of what sin did and does. He didn't just come to deal with the sin or the event, he came to also do something about what the event has caused. And to heal the damage of the impact of shattered dreams and broken hoses and lost lives has left strewn on the streets of the heart. And we trip over them. We take detours because we know what's down that road or was down that road. When that heart is damaged to enough degree, it becomes stuck in life. It keeps passing the same spot. It's like a circle. Instead of climbing higher, it just stays at the same level, even though there are moments and times when it seems to have faded. It keeps coming up. And life becomes real robotic. We learn to live with it. Or, like a good soldier, calluses form around it. We set our limits. We either can become emotional. Are emotionless. The rhythm of our heart is not consistent. Heart fluctuation, spiritual arrhythmia. when when we begin to to not celebrate what's right in life and we keep dwelling on what's wrong with the course of life. Hey, damn it, just it. healed an undamaged heart as the fruit of the spirit and love and peace and joy and long-suffering and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control no maybe it wasn't major as you know they call it the big one but it deserves and is necessary to have a checkup. Only Jesus, only Jesus only he can satisfy every burden becomes a blessing when I know that my Lord is not a healing balm the great physician if you don't attend to it those hurts result in more pain and fear and more mistrust. We enter the shoreless sea of hopelessness. It steals into our hearts and it pierces into our faith. And like the Scripture says, the man says, I believe, but help my own belief. When God disappoints is when, maybe sometimes when we don't get our first choice. Our soul gets disheartened, and, and, and our faith starts to be a little bit shaky. at least it feels like it.. When prayers don't seem to accomplish anything, expectations seem to rule the day. and God said something. To he hasn't done it. He heals broken hearts and he binds up their up their wounds. God is a God that feels for broken hearts this morning. And He doesn't just want us to live with our broken hearts, He wants us to live with healed, undamaged hearts. And the most positive thinking in the world can help you live with it. But it's not the first step to healing it. It is Jesus. Jesus. It's restoring the trust in the living and loving God. It's surrendering and, and, and believing in God's heart of love and God's wisdom for life. A God that takes into account our feelings. He doesn't think you're emotional because you have feelings. Hebrews says that he is touched by the feeling of what is going on. I'm touched by but if I make everything right out here and I don't get it right in here for you, what is right out here will go wrong. It'll eventually go wrong because out of here is where life flows. Many of the heroes of faith had to cross the valley of unanswered prayer, shattered dreams, broken hearts. Some were tortured, others delivered. Well, if you're one of those that is sitting in the crowd of not being delivered, looking at the one that got delivered, you're a candidate for just a little feelings toward God. Some were stoned, some were sawn in two, and... Some were slain with the sword. I think those people really had whole hearts, didn't they? They had undamaged hearts. Here's a fact, church. Saints of God. We live in a war zone. We live in a war zone. And sometimes people get wounded in the crossfire. Crossfire between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. the stealer and the provider, the destroyer and the healer. We need a hearts. Karen, if you would, please, Brandon. In those moments that the classroom of life is not a subject we like. we can't figure it out it makes no sense there is no evidence on earth that you can put together to come up with a viable healing you know ointment it's not there in those classrooms that we have to go ahead and let God be in charge of our education. What we learn would causes us to draw closer. I think I mentioned two weeks ago how that to me this is just to me the politics of 2020 and COVID has been been the platform of Of drawing nearer to God than ever in my ministry and life, we see a healthy heart as we look at the Hebrew children they said I'm not really sure what God's going to do I don't know but I know what he can do and I'm going to trust in what he can do and not on you know what I mean Sometimes you can go ahead and you can apply all the scriptures. You can quote them. You know what I mean? And you get momentary relief. Hallelujah. Yep. It's a little vitamin to my faith. It inspired my hope. You know what I mean? And I made it through another day. But God really. To heal, so that we're not tormented. Now, you you're, you're always going to have memories. You're always going to think, and they're always going to come up, but they don't have to torment you. You're not leaving this life until he says you're leaving this life. So you've got to deal with life. But he says, I, I can heal it. I can heal the loss. He's big enough to heal the loss. Or the impact. What that event in life left the damage the wounds I can heal it hey Ben so wanna I'm not in presumption today that you have a damaged heart. But nor am I naive enough to say that you haven't had. That there was some been an impact it's had a you know a life feeling effect Yes. It it's nothing to shit to 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 hide your head about no is said, i know all about this area Can heal it. That's why I came because that's what life does, it damages hearts. There's a song, very old. Fact is would be Karen's aunt that sang it, Arlene. He washed my eyes with tears that I might see. The broken heart I had was good for me. He tore it all apart and he looked inside. And the song says, but that's not all that could be. He said, i found a full of fear and foolish pride. When he looks inside, what does he find? What does he find? What does he find? What does he find? Does he find stellar faith? Does he find uncompromising trust? Does he find vision unobscured by life's yesterdays? Do the glasses of the future, you know, propel you with excitement? So whether it's a small artery whether it's a main one. If it's taken damage from life, he wants to heal it. And I think that the writer of the song, I Surrender All, is a recipe A platform, shall I say, for healing hearts. You stand with me today. me because it's what the Spirit is for because He has me to preach the gospel He sent me to heal the brokenhearted or sent me to tell you the good news it's the good news Healer of broken hearts. And when that broken heart is healed and mended, there is a liberty that sets you free from all the c- captivities. In sight To believe again. To believe again. To remove that oppression. To begin to preach about. Hallelujah. This is a good year. It's a good year. It's the acceptable year of the Lord. Don't need to wait for another year. You don't need to be shackled to yesterday's years. No. He is a heart God and physician. Now, don't take on a damaged heart if you don't have one this morning. But if you can feel and unhealthiness and you're just learning how to deal with it I encourage you to bring it to Jesus just to bring it to Jesus This morning, the message that Jesus himself spoke was at the core of humanity's issues. And without that core being healed, there would just be a repeat. But with that core being healed, there would be a break from the clouds that often move over to the sunlight. That flows from the Savior. Thank you, Lord. It's so the Holy Spirit I'm asking you right now as we open up our hearts to you. If we perhaps don't even know that an event of life or something has left behind some damage because we've learned to live with it. Even learn how to overcome it. But yet, unbeknownst to us, there is still a blockage of the life flow of Christ. We bring our hearts to you today. And as David, the great lover of you, said, Search my heart, O God. Know it. And repair it. We give you the praise and we give you thanks because we believe that you heal that you heal, that you heal, amen, 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 bless you today, go with God, hallelujah, because he wants the life flow. be dismissed in Jesus' name.